review, y'all. Jump. The rest of the film. Jump. With my boy, Todd Hastings. Todd Hastings open his bitch. And that new Dylan got broke. Dylan got. So what you got? You know what it is. Come on. Oh, Dylan's got small, small dick. I'm sorry, I laughed too, I laughed too much at the beginning of my bullying. Hi, everyone. I'm John Hastings. I'm John no Hastings. Bullying. Please welcome my co-host, Bill Demott's inspiration, Dylan Gott. Dill Demott, <laughs> yeah. call me that baby. Gotta say this: some of the things Bill Demott said, not the things he did. But the things he said, some of them, funny. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Also, uh, uh, Dylan feels the same way about some of the things Hulk Hogan said. Hulk Hogan, honestly, from the bottom of my heart, is bad. Bill DeMott, some of the things he said, funny things to say. Can we, can we, go, th- can we go through the things that were funny that he said right off the top? That's what I want to do. Do you want? All right, so do you want me to tell... This is the uh, Hitler actually... Hitler actually um, was a vegetarian and loved animals part of the show. (laughs) Uh, Where you talk about a man who is a piece of shit, but you talk about the good things. And here here we go. By the way, this is the funny part because they really love Bill DeMott, but they have to fire him. Or, of course, pardon me. My name is Dylan Gott. That is John Hastings. This is 2015 and 2016 we're talking about in the life of Vince McMahon. And one of the things that happens is definable is that they get cornered into having an anti-bullying campaign. When the DeMott scandal happens, we're jumping around, but who gives a fuck? Bill DeMott was the trainer at the training center in Florida. Bill DeMott went way to Florida for even the wrestling trainees. And they had to get rid of him. And they got the anti-bullying scandal, the anti-bullying policy, like, before this. But it's much like the deal that Vince made with the World Wildlife Federation. Like, he clearly was distracted that day, did it, and then was like, what the hell is this? And this is a crazy year, too, because the A.J. Lee thing happens, which... I had completely forgotten about where Stephanie McMahon plays pays lip service to uh, women's rights, and then AJ Lee retweets it, and that's the p- classic thing that happens when you are AJ Lee and is the like person that really did lead to the change of women's wrestling in the WWE, and she die she just goes down with the ship because it's like oh you can help the change but there's no way you'll be there to see it through. Like, you're going to be 100% AJ Lee is, of course, going to be a casualty of you said something to a McMahon, so you must die, because now we have to make it like Stephen McMahon invented women's wrestling. Yeah, it's it's one of... The, the women's revolution is fucking... It's an amazing thing that happened. The performers that it gave us were great. It got co-opted so fucking quickly by... Stephanie McMahon. Well, it has to, right? No, it didn't have to. You didn't have to do fucking anything. You could just fucking let it, just let it be. Let it organically. There's everything have to involve fucking one of Shane McMahon's fucking kids. Like you know what I mean? Like just let it fucking happen. <laughs> Black Lives Matter says Rod McMahon, not yeah. Vince. Oh, I guarantee Vince like. Vince is just looking at Declan James McMahon and just being like, one day we will die you and then you will be the first black champion. (laughs) Also, hot take, I think Vince is dead in the next two years. He looked real bad during The Undertaker's retirement. I'll tell you why he looks bad. Because he's just an old man and he got plastic surgery. You know what he might die of? Legit, he might die like Joan Rivers, where it's like he's fine, but they just put him under for some plastic surgery and he never wakes up. I mean, that'd be sick. If he died like Kanye West's mother, holy shit, that'd be great. Well, this is what about this thing? What about if how how would you feel if Vince goes under for some plastic surgery, but he knows about Kanye's mom and he knows about Joan Rivers? Well, actually, those are both women, so I'm sure he feels like he's immune. <laughs> but what if he's like, "Keep me awake, I'm not dying," and then just is completely awake and taking a bo- and demands a booking meeting is happening <laughs> while they literally saw his face off and pull it up? <laughs> so a hundred percent, a hundred percent. He is. Give me tits, too. He watched that do- Undertaker documentary where they played his theme song. And Vince McMahon then insisted that the surgery take place with the WWF set. Oh, yeah. He's doing a network exclusive. How Vince McMahon defeated a scalpel. <laughs> yeah. 
All right, so well, let's uh, let's stop fucking around. Who gives a shit about these actual things? Tell me some of the things that you that you found funny that Bill DeMott said. Was it the thing he said about human resources? <laughs> he called Oliver Gray, whose real name is Joel Pettifer, Joel Pedophile. <laughs> is that that's not funny? That's fu- calling a guy Joel Pedophile when his name kind of sounds like pedophile. That's pretty good stuff. I got to tell you that much for free. See that now? Now that I'm reading it, that might be the only thing. <laughs> I mean, the what when uh, Dante Dash was using the power slam and he called it the Davy Boy. Bill Demont said, "That's turning blue and dropping dead on the lawn." Yeah, 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 yeah. That that also, which is wasn't and uh, yeah, TJ. Well, other than the fact Tyson Kidd is right there, and he didn't apologize. I mean, that's bad. But calling it the Davy Boy, turn it, and I was like, "What could Bill Demont?" Except for being like the fact that Buildabot would for sure hate us both, could he just be on this podcast? <laughs> yeah. Some of the stuff he says, of course, afterwards, like he uses every slur yeah, you yeah. can. He he uses a real cornucopia of words Dylan's yelled out the car window in traffic. Oh yeah, <laughs> he, yeah. But I don't even. I'm not even driving at the time. My car is parked. <laughs> I'm just watching people drive and telling them what. Yeah, I yeah. Think. He Buildabot has said, "Excuse me." Bill DeMott has said, pardon. Bill DeMott has said, watch it. These are all things Dylan. Hey, yeah. watch out there, buddy. Hey, come on. How about you knock it off? But I mean, him, so he bullies Enzo, he bullies Enzo Amore, which at the time looked bad, but then oddly, history has vindicated him. I mean, it has. Is the weird thing. It has it, it has it. He also like did a bunch of real fucked up shit to... Um, Gary Jackson. A hundred percent. No, but yeah, nobody clearly, clearly, what it was is he was like, oh, I can definitely go after Enzo Amore. I like, by the way, that he said to Enzo Amore um, and a bunch of other students, I hope you all kill yourselves. Days after Mike Graham died, I killed himself. <laughs> I mean, that's good. That's good, clean fun. You know what Bill Damata is? Bill Damata is a uh, <laughs> he's a fucking edgy comedian, and people can't yeah. take that shit Bill DeMott, I guarantee, would get a standing ovation for saying, fuck the vaccine, and I'd wish him dead. Oh, yeah. Bill DeMott is right now doing some open mics in parks. You know what I mean? He's ruining a lot of people's... Bill DeMott saw Rusev wearing a New York Jets shirt and tried to rip it off, even though he had just had neck surgery. Uh, he claimed that uh, Bradley Pierce... Ha- um, go ahead... All right, so he he kicks a dude in the balls and then laughs really hard about it. I mean, that's bad, I that's guess. Good. That's um, really good stuff. That, <laughs> that's that's bad. You had me at kicks and the balls. The Enzo Amore one is fucked. The part where he goes, "Here's how you don't do a um, here's how you don't do a body slam," and he literally picks Enzo up and just just fucking dropped him on, tried to drop him on his head, and Enzo just had to. Here's adjust. my hot take, Dylan. Are you sitting down? Are you ready for my hot take? Do you got your pan? I'm too hot to handle, baby. Bill DeMott, are you ready? I don't think he's a great guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, this is, this oh, is about good. the third time I'm hearing about all of this stuff. I'm going to say it. I don't think he's a good man. I think he's got some personal problems. It's uh, Here's something that's not good to do. Attack people who have pre-existing injuries right on their injury. Because he does that like six I lo- times. I, do. I also, by the way, love, and this is the same excuse like Bobby Knight, noted fucking basketball coach and psychopath used when... Bobby Knight was fired from Indiana for choking out a bunch of players and refusing to change his playing strategy. Bobby Knight like revolutionized baseball or basketball in the seventies uh, by like using like all these like pass plays and never having like one star, and then he just never changed how he played basketball. So every team was like, "We got, we know how to beat these guys. We got it." Uh, and they always are just like, "I'm just trying to encourage people. I'm just trying to get them better. I'm just trying to encourage people." And it's like. No, you're not. Like, what you're doing isn't encouraging them. Like, what you're doing... Yeah, well, Bobby Knight also did something that I think is way better than what Bill DeMott did, is they were losing at halftime one time, and he said nothing, and they all thought they were going to get yelled at, and then he just went to the bathroom, and then five minutes later, he came out with a bunch of pieces of uh, toilet paper with his shit on them, and said, this is how you're playing, and started free-throwing them at the children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I guarantee, by the way, that when Vince had... Vince had to be explained why this was bad why what v- bill DeMott did was bad and then when he found out that they weren't doing this he had to be explained why they weren't doing this <laughs> wait a minute we don't just break their fucking legs yeah, yeah, anymore yeah, 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 yeah. excuse me excuse me but what if one of them is gay what what am i supposed to call <laughs> so wait a minute 
there's other words for it. That's that's enlightening. I'd like to. I, I'm glad that this happened He's because this conversation with what he thinks are Pat Patterson's ashes, even though Pat's not dead. <laughs> <laughs> I just keep <laughs> I just keep Pat's practice ashes around JIC. <laughs> What's JIC? Just in case. <laughs> Quick funeral. They'll never find the body. I really thought there was going to be something to do with jacking off. Jacking income. <laughs> That's what stands yeah. for. It's where you, yeah, you come, come in your cum. Blood in, blood out, come in my cum, come, come. Real guys come on their old cum to make that old cum do come again. This has been the Wrestler Review. Uh, January, Royal Rumble happens, and for the second year in a row... The Rumble gets booed oh, because yeah, 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 Daniel yeah. Bryan, Brian Daniel, Daniel Danielson, um, comes out and he's coming off a great neck injury. You could tell this story again where the the guy who overcame so much is once again going to overcome a neck injury. How is he going to do that? Oh, wait. Uh, he gets eliminated in two spots by Bray it's Wyatt. It's even better. It, who comes out after Daniel Bryan is eliminated? Who comes out after Daniel Bryan is eliminated? Roman Reigns. And the, the, the for, as he is literally his feet hit the ground, a, a wrestler comes out and something appears on the screen that for so many people, no one noticed, like some people noticed this, but like so many people were like, they wouldn't have done this, but they did. What appeared on the screen? Uh... Vince's soft dick. No, no, no. That was just a. That, uh, no, th those photos are just sent to the Danielson family uh, <laughs> that, uh, every day since uh, Daniel Bryan's dad died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Show them to your mother. Show it to your mother. I don't want her. She's fat for me, but I want her to know it's out there. Show her, <laughs> show her Daniel. So what? What? What came on the screen? Goldust came out and it said "Shattered Dreams" on the screen. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. I like that. Wrestling, wrestling. Um, Roman Reigns, of course, wins the Rumble, and this really, really—it was already rumbling because people were like, "Okay, they're trying to make Roman Reigns into John Cena," but this is really kicks that into overdrive and is like, "Hey, you know, guys who support us, because you remember this? We said this a while ago, but this happens where." WWE is just as profitable as it always has been because casual fans will pay for something once. Nerds will keep on buying the same fucking thing. So they, obviously, not as many people, like maybe a third as many people are watching WWE as even, not during their peak, but like kind of during the times where it's very good. But what they do is they monetize their fan base better than ever. So the average fan is spending like $30 per year on wwe products versus you know in the 90s it was ten dollars because that's like before kind of like internet nerd fans where it's like i'm not gonna have sex i'm saving myself for alexa bliss that's true <laughs> why would i yeah. waste it on someone who's normal when <laughs> i'm gonna have a taste of bliss or whatever her show is called yeah yeah all the women that aren't on my, uh, that don't exist in my window, which is what I call my TV screen. <laughs> they're, they're mucky. Alexa's clean. And then they try and do this. They try and just basically have Roman Reigns shake hands with The Rock, and then The Rock goes, "You're good now." <laughs> oh yeah. And The Rock gets booed, and The Rock is not used to negativity in his life, and his face is vividly just sort of like, "What the hell is this?" He's like, "Oh, what's I this noise this. you're making with your face?" Excuse me. Yeah, he's pissed off because it like he's like fucking TMZ's gonna like pick this up and be like the Rock is bad at wrestling now. Fuck him. Yeah, I guess the Rock's a piece of shit. <laughs> I guess the Rock's a fucking asshole now, and I fucking hate him. Yeah. So obviously, they WWE Network finally reaches one million subscribers. Um, now this is fun because february 23rd this this started i didn't know this part at all until uh doing this but february 23rd there's the bella twins versus Paige and emma in a match on raw 
After Paige's entrance, the camera cuts away to a long video about Sting's career. When they return, the four had a match that lasted 31 seconds. This led to Give Divas a Chance starting to trend on Twitter. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's really good. This is this is the last good women's match Dylan liked. Dylan liked this match a yeah. lot, and he hasn't liked it since. Like he's just, It's he's been like, a while since long. these fucking sluts have fulfilled my fantasy, I'll tell you that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been a while since it seems like you were just, uh, it seems like you guys all have hope. I don't like that at all. So, yeah, the, my favorite women's match is when I play SmackDown versus Raw, whatever the one were, the familiar fantasy match was on. That's my favorite women's match. Oh, my God. Is that true? Is there a familiar fantasy match video game? Yeah, on a PlayStation 2. So <laughs> the graphics are not good. <laughs> Ooh, I love mm. that cone boob. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Good stuff, good stuff, baby. And then I think there's a really... That game has one of the most funny sexist things in it, where it's like, you're a woman <laughs> if you're under 150 pounds, and as soon as you're over 180, you're a man. Yeah, yeah. Like, even if you create a woman in the game, because that's what I always used to do, is I would... I wanted to make the... This is 2005, 2006, so I wanted to make the bride from Kill Bill in the game and have her be good. And I made her her real weight, and she stunk. So oh, I, I want to beat you up so bad. So I just made her the bride. Oh, is it? Were you then gonna make? Were you gonna make then a character named Dylan, and then they'd get married? <laughs> yes, yes, I did that. Um, no, the bride from Kill Bill. That's the movie. You fucking. You don't even know anything about Tarantino. I know a lot of shit. Anyway, I only like the foot parts of Tarantino movies. I haven't really seen the plots. I just see the feet, and then I go. <laughs> I mean, what you from your mouth to God's ears, baby. I can't agree with any. I don't agree. I can't agree with anything. You're, I can't disagree with anything you're saying. <laughs> um, February twenty third. Okay, so I have this thing, and that this is my one of my favorite things. Patricia Arquette gave a speech about equal pay for women, and then Stephanie McMahon wrote, "Thank you, Patty Arquette, for having the courage to fight for hashtag women's rights on such a grand platform." And then, God bless AJ Lee. I think AJ Lee is better than CM Punk after this. The next day. AJ Lee retweeted Stephanie's comments and replied to her with a two-part tweet that said, "Say Your female wrestlers have record-selling merchandise and have starred in the highest-rated segment on the show several times. By the way, to be fair to AJ Lee, those segments were Sable tries to suck her own boobs. Yeah, yeah. The, one, of the, one of those segments was uh, Sable takes a, short, uh, takes a short but warm shower and you might see her nips through a sheet. And like, everyone's <laughs> like... <laughs> Sable in a bathing suit reading slowly. fucking presses, everybody. It is time to uh, fucking do this shit. But to be fair, though, why is that any less value than, a, than like a fucking 10-minute-long uh, match? I mean, it's a much greater value. If it wasn't for Sable, I wouldn't know to jack off. I wouldn't know that I was straight. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Thank God for that. What one. do I do with this? Well, is it, what's this, just for pissing? Yeah, the, the, and, then, uh, and then the garbage juice comes out. Wait a minute, oh there's God. fun oh juice comes God. out too? Oh no, then the, then the morning treat. Put it on your toast. <laughs> okay, I don't know what happened. Anyway, <laughs> man, I can't believe that jack-off jag got so creepy. <laughs> of course it did. We don't have stand-up anymore. Uh, so here's the full tweet before I interrupt it with saying something really dumb. They've started in the highest-rated segment on the show several times, and yet they receive a fraction of the wages. True. And <laughs> Sable was literally called a bitch, and like they de dedicated... 10 minute long segments to be like uh hey you're back at the company well smell my fucking underwear you stupid bitch how dare you want money when you're literally one of the three top stars in wrestling triple h deserves three yeah. million dollars a year you deserve nothing sable yes you're probably as responsible for us beating wcw as steve austin 100 percent down when you pee you sit down when you pee what if what if the money the extra money I give you falls in the toilet? I can't give you I can't replace that money. Yeah. Um. So Stephanie, I like how Dil sorry. Dylan wasn't going in for for that jag. No, sorry, I I completely spaced out and and uh, read something else. I'm so sorry. Well, if you make that mistake again, I'm going to fucking shit down your throat and eat your own butt. <laughs> this is what happens when you have a podcast with two people that are self centered. Just one. And a really hot guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me. So eventually, this is really good stuff. Uh, fraction of the wages, fraction of the screen time, you can't debate that. 
That is totally true. And the Divas matches were piss breaks. I guarantee Vince McMahon tried to debate it. No. Uh, yeah, like he's like, ah, what about all the times Stephanie, what about all the times I had Stephanie slap Linda? <laughs> what, you don't like seeing my direct family slap each other? Oh, I guess it's weird that I call my daughter a whore and my wife an old bitch then on TV. Mm, yeah. What about all the times that I tried to have my daughter implied that she fucked me on camera? What's it with being a fake billionaire and your dad not loving you that you suddenly are like, well, there's only one thing to do. Let's uh, get a media empire and then try and fuck my daughter on it. <laughs> Tell me three reasons why. So wait, I have to pay for her school? I had to pay for Wait. her meals, I had to give her free rent, and I can't get a payoff? <laughs> yeah. What the hell? Hello. Hello, the police. There's a, some woman broke into my house, and she took all my money for 18 years, and I don't get to fuck her. Yes, <laughs> oh, she's my Jesus. daughter. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> this is a really, this is a really creepy episode. Like, oh, this yeah. episode's. <laughs> it fell apart real quick. Well, we started with Bill DeMott, and then we had some hot takes on that, and it's falling apart more. We need to yeah, speed it up, though. We're in February of 2015, and we have to get to January or January of 2017. <laughs> no, you do. What else? I got, buddy. I'm in. I'm in lockdown in LA. This is all I got. My Twitch stream. It does. My Twitch stream doesn't uh, doesn't uh, go live today. So this is. This podcast is my friendship. By the way, that's John Hastings Comedy on Twitch. Uh, I finally figured out uh, it's been a been a week of technical errors, uh, both personal and private and uh, and public. And I got to tell you, we've sorted one of them out, which was my Twitch stream. Back to you, Dylan. And yeah, Stephanie retweeted that probably by accident, thinking that that was a button that would uh, cause a bunch of arrows to stab AG, AJ Lee. Well, it was like literally like, she's fucking got us fuck you where it's like i guarantee because this is the thing about working in wwe now it's it's like back in the day before they went public if you complain to vince there was kind of an understanding that we can just fire this guy but the other thing is they could fire this guy but then also they'd land on their feet directly with another company now you've taken that company away now their option is like yes they can in theory on the indies make a lot of money but it's not going to be a comfortable life and you have to do all your own administrative shit and i don't think people fully appreciate how fucking annoying it is like we both know how fucking annoying it is when you're like not when you're fucking um a main eventer and you get released then it's like oh you get all these fucking things but i guarantee anybody who gets released from wwe has a good three four months of being on the indies and if they don't basically come up with a new character or a new way to market themselves after that they're like re-emailing some slob being like can i please be on the wrestle shit fest at the county fair yeah i mean look at if it wasn't for that fucking nature boy drip fucking song that i hate I want to know, Dylan. Did you note that I hate that song? No, but could you beat up everyone in uh, Migos? Yes, <laughs> they would beat you up very badly. Anyway, continue. Yes, I don't know who they are. I don't know who Migos is. I the only the rappers rapper that made I that song. The only rapper, modern rappers I know are Takashi Six Nine. That guy. That guy Just is really going places. For me, yeah, exactly. I stick to quality moral human beings. Uh, but I guarantee Ric Flair, if it wasn't for that song, would be literally he would be rest he would be doing empty arena matches with just a broom to see if Ric Flair could finally wrestle a broom that would be on v- like would be on weird OnlyFans pay per view. <laughs> um, this is so Stephanie for sure is pissed off and she goes, "We um, oh yeah, your female but, but, but sorry uh." Stephanie wrote, thank you, at AJ Lee. I appreciate your opinion. Hashtag use your voice. I appreciate your opinion is like corporate speak for fuck you, you fucking asshole. Now we got to fucking change all this shit. And then Vince McMahon wrote, we hear you. Keep watching. Hashtag give divas a chance. Because guaranteed they have a meeting. Like, can't we just have these people killed? And then it's like, no. (laughs) Dog food, dog food, and old cum match isn't gonna work. So uh, we're gonna actually have to create a women's division. They're like, okay, well, here's um, the other thing that's amazing: if they hadn't fired CM Punk on his wedding day, this probably wouldn't have happened. It was clearly like 
AJ Lee is like like CM Punk's like I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I'm about to I'm being fucking sued right now. And AJ Lee is like I got it. I know I know how to hit this guy where it hurts. Yeah, man. I think it was probably like she's complaining and then CM Punk was like I mean, in the one of the things where it's like I I do think this man is a kind of a fucking asshole, but I guarantee he was like, "Listen, I don't drink. I never did drugs. I kept all my money. You have a lot of money. Why do we need to do this? Why do you need to bang yourself? Because it must be so much. At least CM Punk. I don't know. What is it? What is more frustrating? You think? Is it more frustrating to be the champion and almost get exactly what you want in life, but have it just be out of your reach? Or is it more frustrating to kind of just be like completely? to have what you want in life completely out of the question and just have a job. Uh, I actually think it's the championship one because it's out of the question you can justify like all of the stuff that would be uh, out of your reach as opposed to like being CM Punk's situation where it was literally like he could the only reason he didn't get it is because of what the fuck um, Vince and Triple H did. Like I'm sorry they fucked they and also what's crazy is they fucked that for themselves the company would be in a vastly better place if it wasn't for what those fucks did yeah cutting the legs out of someone completely and then being like see it didn't work anyway bye bye yeah see it didn't work he's a bitch fuck you <laughs> yeah because they try it's weird to see how it happens where it's like the people vince tries with and how because roman reigns is in no way Every single way, Roman Reigns is better at, than Lex Luger at wrestling. But crowd reaction-wise, he is Lex Luger. And But they just stuck with him because it was like, fuck it. You like steak, and this is the only store that sells steak now. Or I shouldn't say steak, but like, you know. You like hamburgers? Well, Burger King, everywhere else is closed. You eat at McDonald's now, and our Big Macs are made with uh, hot dogs. We just cut hot dogs in half, and uh, we put them in the sandwich. And that's what a fucking Big Mac is. I know you liked it when it was uh, beef, but now it's uh, cut up hot dogs, and maybe, maybe I'll put some sriracha on there. Also, fuck. You. Also, this is your fault. Yeah. Also, just like it and shut up. Yeah. Fuck. Which he, you. it's funny because he's right about it because it's like <laughs> no one stopped. What I mean, slowly people have stopped watching wrestling, but it's like crazy how everyone was like, maybe I'll just like um, real sports. No, no, I like wrestling. What's amazing, what is more amazing though is this. Uh, the Women's Revolution, which I hate that fucking title no, so much. You love which it. Should, I mean, I love it. I love it when it's used in the proper way. Mm-hmm. You mean voting? Finally able to use a urinal. Uh, when uh, the <laughs> issue from. I don't know why that's the that's my main sticking point with the the women's libbers. Women should have to about. fucking sit in the urinal and look at me while they pee. That's John Hastings's. I remember my childhood, there was a guy who lived on my street who, by the way, also one time complained about immigrants because a guy from Quebec moved onto our block. 100% true. He also didn't even say the phrase feminists. He said women's libbers, which, and by the way, looking (laughs) back, that guy was like, that guy was younger than us now when he was like, I was like, I guarantee that guy was like early 30s, but I just remember he's like, these fucking women's libbers. (laughs) Oh, buddy, that's Uh, when people get fucking... Your 30s are when people, the change begins. People just start going, wait a minute, I can't get wasted with no hangover anymore? I'm throwing in the towel. I mean, the I, uh, 100%, the amount of people I'm, I pegged, the amount of people also I've noticed in my 30s that I'm just like, oh man, I gotta go do it. I, mean, you, I get to do an intervention for you. <laughs> That'll be good. I wonder what they'll, t- anyway, Gail Kim said this about her tenure. Gail Kim said um, about basically being, she was noted as she was one of the wrestlers, so she was never on TV. And they made it known that I wasn't one of those beautiful people. They were transparent about that. Like, when they have a rehearsal for one of the Lumberjill girls matches, they would position the girls exactly where the cameras would go. The girls, they felt, weren't the pretty ones. They would move to one side. It was a clear (laughs) message. Yeah. The other clear message is, of course, when Vince kept just... Um, putting on the Rodney Dangerfield clip, the Tennessee two-bagger, and then pointing at Gail Kim and going, he's referring to you, Gail. Oh, yeah. We hired... Oh, remember, because remember where they hired Gail Kim in the first place a million years ago? Uh, uh, Vince... Uh, no, I don't. I was about to say something horrific. <laughs> because one of his guys was like, why are you... Hi-? He Vince McMahon said, why are you hiring an Asian? 
this is also just a story, so it, it could be totally made up. But one of his, uh, he asked, why are we hiring an Asian? And then, uh, and then they said, this is where, this was 2004, 2005. So this is how awful it was to be a women's wrestler back then. Uh, the guy went, oh, because Asian, because a lot of people like Asian pornography. And he was like, Asians do porn? <laughs> oh, yes, I do remember this. Oh, that's good stuff. <laughs> All right. WrestleMania 31 takes place. Um, 259,000 people still fucking bought this fucking thing on goddamn pay-per-view. This is the highlight of Rusev's career because he loses his U.S. championship to John Cena during that fun John Cena. I haven't realized John Cena has been in remission for fucking um, five years now. But anyway... The Undertaker beats Bray Wyatt and has come back. I like the how you just said remission, like it was, like he's, like he's some sort of, it, like it was fucking, like he's cancer, baby. Yeah, he I is cancer. I think one of the better endings to a WrestleMania I've ever seen, Seth Rollins, because uh, there's a Roman Reigns versus. It was Brock a phenomenal Lesnar ending match. to a WrestleMania. It was awesome. You're 100 correct. You are 100 percent right. Thank you, Dylan. Well, and I would tell me, let me tell him what happens. Stephanie McMahon comes out, shows her jokes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> and she says, I got a women's revolution. Got you. Got, We're got, only got, hiring got fucking you. rippers now, boys. Um, Put it in my fucking dumper. Go ahead. Brock Lesnar with Paul Heyman and Roman Reigns. It's a triple threat match. How is it a triple threat? They're wrestling. They both get fucking fucked up. Seth Rollins just catches his money in the bank and does the stomp. Wins. Great shit. Yep. And Oop. even pins Roman Reigns. And by the way, the crowd is going insane because the whole match, you're like, who's the good guy? Who's the bad guy? And the weird thing is they knew because this is the other thing that kind of um, tipped off what was going to happen is Brock's contract is up and he's openly going on ESPN at this point. And this is a weird thing, too, because WWE is now like it's okay. The wrestlers are on ESPN. And since Jonathan Coachman works for ESPN, they're actually like... It's weird because in the last five years, WWE has been legitimized in ways that they've always wanted, but it's worse than it's ever been. Yeah, the whole thing of going on ESPN is also, if anything, it makes ESPN look off. Like, every time I see a wrestler on ESPN, I'm like, no, no, no. But they just want appointment viewing, man. Like, they just want appointment viewing. But that's the thing is, ESPN, ESPN basically was like, I always think of ESPN, a lot of those cable networks is like, they were the guy at they were the coolest person in high school and they were like I know how to stay cool I will just exa- act exactly how I did in high school then uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, for the rest of my life and in no way will that be a problem Yeah it's dope My brother-in-law was uh casing out a job uh in the rich area of town for his uh construction company and I was like oh you think you can get it he's like of course I am man the chick wants to fucking blow me Come monkeys get to know what was said and I will never <laughs> It was what did he say? fantastic. No, I'm not telling you. That's for them to know. You have to listen. <laughs> you have to listen. No! Uh, Jim Ross said in an interview, Vince can't control his sneezing like all of us, and he doesn't like things occurring that he can't control. Many of us found this a source of humor. So essentially, Vince sneezes and goes, fuck you, <laughs> the whole time. Fuck you, no, no. If you were a super nerd, you knew this uh, from when Paul Heyman revealed it. But because it was Jim Ross basically backing up, you're like, oh, it must be real. Because that sounded like a lie because it's Paul Heyman. Like, Paul Heyman could have been like, Vince doesn't like sneezing. And also, he loves kissing me. Yeah, and also, he probably, like, he's like, oh, Vince, do you have to go to the bathroom? He's like, I decide when I go to the bathroom, and I haven't decided yet. <laughs> yeah. I have to go piddle in my potty. Go get, go get Jerry. Get him. Bring me. You bring seem my to be to me. sweating pretty profusely. I haven't decided to pee yet. When yeah. I decide, I'll pee. I like to shit sometimes. <laughs> I shit because I like to, not because I have to. Uh. <laughs> Vince McMahon is inducted into the Boys and Girls Club of America. Um, sorry, Boys and Girls Clubs of America 25th uh, annual Hall of Fame dinner. And they li- really did let the fox into the hen hose that time. He asked yeah, for the... Yeah, they certainly did. Hosted by Courtney Vance, the person who played the DA on various Law & Order franchises. Really? And I guarantee Vince, Vince McMahon was rude to him. I guarantee Vince McMahon was rude to him because he's like, you play, you you work for the pigs. Yeah, you're trying to sue me? Huh? I'm on steroids right now, you little fuck. <laughs> yeah, you know how much you go tell your fucking boss, Rudy Giuliani? Yeah, oh, fuck. I got more coke in balloons in my asshole right now than you've seen in your shit life. How's that sound, Mr. D.A.? Courtney, that's a girl's name. You know what we do to girls in the WWF? 
if they're like you, like you, they don't get to face the camera. <laughs> so Hulk Hogan's, uh, the end of Hulk yes. Hogan's sex tape comes out where he just says the N word. Man, how funny is it to be racist right after you've come? I don't think <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty. You're pretty racist if you nut and then you're like, I still hate him. I have never had a negative thought after I've nutted, except for no, <laughs> no. when I masturbate. Yes, but. Uh, like, whoa, now I'm late for work. That's the worst thought I've ever had. But <laughs> yeah, not like, that's, uh, <laughs> I fucking hate him, you know? I, like, I mean, I compl- I've had this thought, which is, I didn't have time to do that. Why did I do that? But that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's as negative. Like, I've never understood what people are like, I have such shame around masturbating. And I'm like, who are you doing it in front of? Like, what are you, t- like, no one knows. God. I mean, what do you think he's doing up there, man? What do you think clouds are? It's fucking dried loads. <laughs> there you go. Dried loads. Philosophy. Yeah, man. All the the rains when he's wringing out his fucking jizz rags, bod. <laughs> dune, 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 dune. God is jacking off. <laughs> this is great because Hulk Hogan gives a statement, and basically he's insulted that Vince McMahon didn't call him. And he's like, yeah. Triple H called me and just said everyone's mad and that they need me to resign now. They should have been like, no, he's not racist, which is like, it's like he got caught in a Klan robe and he went, well, these are just comfortable. So wait a minute. Now I can't wear my pajamas. Ridiculous. Like Hulk Hogan is fucked up. Never for, like, so we did an episode on Hulk Hogan and one of the most telling tweets about this man was that a Barack Obama was on, um, WTF with Mark Marin and Bar- Barack Obama said the N-word because, you know, he's been called it his whole life. And uh, and then someone tweeted, why can Barack Obama say the N-word, but it's not okay when Hulk Hogan says it? And Hulk Hogan retweeted that. Like, he still, he thinks it should just be fine. It's crazy, man. Um, yeah, again, what's even, what I, and I, I can't stop stressing this enough, um, the point that I've never heard of Eddie would be racist after they've come is possibly the greatest point I've ever heard ever. Thank you. I'm that'll I'll be using that in a debate from now on. Uh, I mean, and th- is it a crazy that WrestleMania three? Now that I realize it was just two racists fighting for who gets to carry the card of racism into the new millennium. <laughs> like. Would I slam that guy, dude, even though we have a lot in common? Like, we think they should have never been able to. All right, that's it. That's the end of <laughs> this interview. All right, everyone, let's wrap it up quickly because, oh, my God, oh, my God, he said it again. Bobby Heenan is here to make sure I don't say what I think, but I'm going to say it anyway. They should. Okay, that's it. Bye-bye. <laughs> The reason I'm fighting Hulk Hogan is I don't like those Irish people. They're the white version of the... Okay, where we go? Bye-bye! This is Sean Mooney saying, oh, I'm leaving this now. They keep saying what they think, and it's bad. I mean, what was amazing was, A, how quickly everyone in the WWF fan base is like, Hogan will be back, Uh, and And boy, were we right. Uh, but they'll just wait the amount of time that it takes until everyone. I honestly like, actually don't think it. It didn't work in the way that they wanted it to, and it didn't work in the way that they thought it was going. Like they thought it would be whitewashed forever. Hogan's career is tarnished forever because of this. And what is amazing is all for nothing. Like Hogan again. Bear in mind that entire court case basically just eroded free speech in the U.S. like nothing else ever has. Oh, yeah. There's a documentary uh, about it. Very nice. There's a few documentaries. And that documentary doesn't even go into it nearly as much as it could about what he's done. And it was all based off of, and I can't stress this enough, a guy named Spice Boy and another man named Cowhead manipulating things so they could take over a morning radio sh- show occupied by a man named Bubba the Love Sponge. <laughs> I, love, I love Florida so fu- yeah. Hulk Hogan's reputation is ruined forever. Gawker no longer exists. Peter Thiel is outed as possibly the one of the major financers and masterminds of the Trump campaign, partly because he wants to, and I'm not even making this up, uh, create floating corporate islands that are technically countries in the middle of the sea called um, Seasteading or the Atoll Project. All of this is true. And that is all because Spice Boy and Cowhead wanted to get back at Bubba the Love Sponge. <laughs> well, let's talk about some sicker names. All right, August, we got SummerSlam taking place. 121,000 people still bought this shit on pay-per-view. That's yeah, so yeah. nuts. Um, 
they have to scrap together. This is great. This is why people. This is what people are annoyed by wrestling. The uh, WWE title match happens fourth from the top of the card. John or Seth Rollins uh, beats John Cena to make a winner take all match. Literally, this match is for the WWE and the United States title. And John Cena is it? They're still like, nope, fourth from the top because the last match is. Um, an old sad man, The Undertaker, beats Brock Lesnar, who is a slightly oh yeah, in the most weird schmozzy way ever. Also, doesn't John isn't John Stewart interfere in the match at some point? Oh fuck, does he? Yeah, because we watched this in Edinburghs. Yeah, we did. This was the this was the, I believe this was the um, the SummerSlam where Brendan Burns claimed we'll watch it together and we'll each make a thousand pounds or whatever it was. Yeah, he thought we were going to sell the whole place out, and then 15 people showed up, and they were very nice. It was super fun. And we ate, 15 and is we, a lot wa- for three, for like, what was it? like? It was so late. Yeah, it was like midnight till three in the morning, and also we watched Cole Cabana eat the most amount of Nando's that was still somehow healthy I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah, he was protein logging. But anyway, the other thing that has to happen is Team PCB, this is Becky Lynch, Charlotte, and Paige, defeated Team Bad, Naomi, Sasha Banks, and Tamina, and Team Bella, Alicia Fox, Brie Bella, and Nikki Bella in a three-team elimination match because this is when Stephanie McMahon is basically coming out being like, look at these women. They wrestle too. And none of the characters get an individual identity until Stephanie McMahon goes full on in the front office. And then these wrestlers are allowed to have their own identity. Yeah. And there's a lot of people that are upset. They had their own identity. YOLO thing. Um, here's another YOLO thing is that, uh, Jimmy Snuka is finally formally charged with the birdie of, uh, Nancy Argento. Yeah. And he gets away with it by escaping to death. And Vince McMahon laughs and goes, looks in the mirror and goes, you did it again, Vinny. You did it again. He truly does get away with it because he just completely. Oh, and, um, so we can move on to Survivor Series in November. This takes place in Canada. There's no buy rate listed for this, so it's they've finally destroyed that. And this is where Goldberg beats Brock Lesnar in like eight seconds. No, no, wait, no, fuck off. No, uh, no, that was my thing skipped ahead. That was 2016. I fucked up. Yeah, I thought. I thought I'm like, oh, I guess we. Were, I I thought. Yeah, I was like, I don't think that that's right. No, you didn't know at all. I could have said anything there. Maybe you could have. Maybe you couldn't have. Oh, sorry. It was uh, Argentino, Nancy Argentino. I'm a fucking fat idiot. Go throw a bunch of hamburgers in my fat naked Yeah, no, body. no. Shut up. Shut up. That's not true because it was the 25th anniversary of The Undertaker. And then you just, and it was really boring. And the Brothers of Destruction came out and fought the Bra- the Wyatt family. And we thought, is The Undertaker retiring? And then everyone was like, you don't even fucking know. <laughs> oh, he's barely mobile. He'll be retiring in years. <clears throat> and then Seamus. Oh, yeah, Sheamus catches in his money in the bank uh, after Roman Reigns wins the tournament. And becomes the heavyweight champion. Uh, that no one world. wanted. <laughs> and everyone was like, what oh, yeah. the fuck is going on Oh, here? yeah, because as we head into the new year, this is when you know, they try to make the League of Nations, and then they quickly have to like take the title off Sheamus. Man, they love Sheamus, because Sheamus is in the fucking main event again. But anyway, yeah, they try and make Sheamus... I honestly can't figure out why they like Sheamus, because Sheamus, according to every wrestler interviewed in a shoot interview, no one has a story as to why Sheamus is a dick, but they're all just like, because an asshole. Sheamus is their second chance at trying to make Batista, because it's the exact same thing, big bodybuilder dude who's friends with Triple H, and they like his look, I think, just because he's jacked as hell, but also see-through. But other than that, I think they just like the way he wrestles and he wrestles the WWE style well I think I think that's what it comes down to is like really understanding how Vince wants a match wrestled and you could you could pluck Sheamus out of now and throw him into 1999 against Billy Gunn and they would have a great WWE style match like I think it really is just like Vince has his favorites and what he wants to come once again because we're going to talk about um we're going to go to break quickly but like Daniel Bryan Finn Balor CM Punk, uh, who else? Kevin Owens, just to name a few. These are indie guys who Vince McMahon could not see talking to Conan O'Brien because he needs someone to be as tall as Conan O'Brien. Yeah, then just don't go and fucking... I got news for you. But here's the thing with Vince's logic, that, and you've used this point before. At this point in 2015, and this is the thing, this is the adjustment a lot of people make, Vince's ratings are higher than Conan's. No, I know that, but he just wants like he just wants the mainstream media to see 
oh, sh- that shit might be fake, but that guy's fucking scary looking. He should get, he, but at this point, he should give a fuck about the mainstream media. Like he, Vince should look in the mirror and go, "I am the mainstream media." A hundred percent. There's people playing League of Legends right now, and more people watched League of Legends last year rather than watched the Super Bowl. Now, a lot of people say that, but they don't really know what it means. What it means is, media has been fractured. But if they get like, if they like, if WWE was, if Vince McMahon passed away tomorrow, and for some reason Shane McMahon became in charge i feel like stupidly maybe but i feel like he'd understand that oh it's not about being mainstream anymore it's just about being like it's about being pop. what it is is it's not about being mainstream it's about being popular and the thing with the wwf is they also have a built-in audience that's going to follow them think about it this way patrice o'neill became fucking jesus to stand-up comedy fans after he died because he already had a built-in audience that thought that he was really funny but they never had a thing to talk about Patrice because Patrice didn't go on anything he just said offensive shit sometimes when he died the thing you could talk about was oh my god he did that like he was so good on this he was so good on that the thing that wrestling has is it's something to talk about every week the weird thing is is that especially in the last 15 years Vince is anytime fans start wanting to talk about something instead of letting them do it um they just go to like uh oh how about I we don't do that yeah i just satisfy the fan base because there is no like it doesn't matter if you get on nbc anymore because you already have more twitter followers than nbc nerds love you just just fucking make nerds like you anyway we say that every week we're gonna take a break right now and then come back and talk about 2016 yeah we're gonna break it off fuck oh my god almost an hour on 2015 can't believe I was able to control Dylan just ranting about how the women's revolution goes against the order of nature. See you in a bit. Hey, Dylan. Have you ever thought about giving us money because we fucking do a good fucking job for these fucking ungrateful fans? They're all pieces of shit. Every fucking week, we take time to research this show, then forget most of it and talk about who would like to come on. Yeah. And by I think that deserves money. And by we, we mean a guy we've met a few times, and he needs money because I keep promising to pay him, but then I say, no, haven't earned it. Why? <laughs> yeah. I spend the money on candy and hummus separately. I, I don't I don't dip the candy in hummus. That would be a Old taste Snickers sensation. Old Snickers Bar Hummus Hastings over here needs money. Patreon.com backslash wrestler review or rate and subscribe on iTunes or do both. And here's another one. Fucking shut the fuck up, buddy. Yeah. Right now, are you talking? Are you talking? Are you talking to me? Where are you listening on? Were you doing dishes? Turn, fucking turn, break all your dishes, you fucking bitch. Yeah. <laughs> shut your cock washer and use your fucking dick grabbers to give us some fucking money. Welcome, Dylan, to your fucking nightmare. Thank you, John. No problem. What are you wearing right now? Are you wearing something fucking hot? I'm completely nude. He's very good because this is a fucking hot ass year. It's 2016. It's the year Linda McMahon becomes a small business star. And Vince McMahon's best friend becomes president of the United States. And Brexit happens. And Dylan and I both look at each other. We're living in England at the time when we go, holy fucking shit, we got to get out of here. Yeah, because we saw the pandemic coming. Yeah, I more just saw how I saw how Brexit changed that country overnight. And I was like, okay, glad I applied for my green card because Hillary's going to be the president. Oh, shit. Uh, also, is it weird that in the year of Vince McMahon, we've now caught up to a year that we were doing the podcast in? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's not good. Yeah, 2015. We started this program five years ago somehow. <laughs> you know, the crazy thing is um, I was thinking, what are we going to talk When we started this, I was like, what are we going to talk about with 2020? I guess we'll just have to like break down. Oh, no, wait, there's a pandemic. Oh, 2020 is going to be phenomenal. Here's what happens. January 24th, we got to talk about this. 2016 Royal Rumble. 91,000 people still fucking bought this. I love I love that we have the pay-per-view numbers. I keep being like, who are these who are these stubborn idiots? It's also places where the network isn't necessarily happening, all of that sort of stuff like it's international numbers, I assume. Um, no, this is like just I think it's straight up just bush people like wrestling. I guess. I just love that they're like, you know you could get this for nine bucks a month. No, no. I buy Backlash every month, every year. I pay full price. Fuck off. Yeah. Kalisto needs my money. Yeah. So Triple H wins the Royal Rumble by eliminating Dean Ambrose. Cause, and for a second, people think they're going to get what they want with Dean Ambrose winning. And Triple H was like, uh, no, uh, uh, nope. Ha <laughs> ha. 
and then, of course, uh, uh, in February of uh, uh, of this year, uh, Triple H, uh, how do I say this, um, takes a jagged shit, and that actually is the Intercontinental Champion for a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Triple H puts the title on Road Dog. Yes, uh, WrestleMania 32 happens. It's one of the most underwhelming fucking things that ever happened ever in the history of the fucking universe um, for a bunch of different reasons. Uh, it Oh, yeah, because the big highlight of this one is Shane McMahon comes back, The Undertaker faces him, and Shane McMahon jumps off the cell and loses to The Undertaker because, you know Friend what? of the show, Alex Wood, claimed that's one of the better Hell in the Cell matches he's ever seen, and I've never forgiven him. I've ne- I genuinely... You love Shane McMahon? I, I don't give a shit. He's got eyes? He's a basic bitch. He's got eyes, and he better fucking use them, all right? Get your fucking head out of your took. That is the that is the delineation point between a like super wrestling Good nerd word. and kind of a wrestling nerd is you hate Shane McMahon if you're a super wrestling nerd and you it's just, you just fucking hate him and you think that no, no. Chris Jericho should have beat him so easily. I love I love Shane McMahon as an authority figure. I love him as a office figure. I don't love him as a guy that has a competitive match with the Undertaker. Shane McMahon matches should be. This he gets in the ring with a wrestler and then he's beaten within an inch of his life. Like the, it's he's not a wrestler in the storylines of this. I know he's a guy in his fifties that does jujitsu, but so like, so will I be. Doesn't mean I'm a wrestler. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Shane McMahon annoys me as an authority figure too, just because it's like he just reminds me of the dad who buys you booze but also wants to stick around and drink. Yeah, yeah, he's the guy. Yeah, he's like, I better show you how to have these schnapps. All right, so you guys. Uh you guys got any of your friends that are women's panties in your pockets? Because I want to sniff that Tiffany's <laughs> panties. Like, what the fuck? You heard me. This is when they come up with the WWE Women's uh, Championship. They go back to calling it the Women's Championship and go out of calling it the Divas Championship. The picky bitch championship is no longer. Now you're women. Uh, I, I remember watching this WrestleMania in Australia. Uh, I was brutally hungover. And um, uh, during this part, I just remember w- looking at the belt and just being like, "What?" Like, Stephanie was so prominently featured in it. And part of it, I was like, this is fucked up. But I remember having this memory, which was like, I mean, she is one of the longer reigning women's champions of all time, which is, again, the entire reason why they should have done this. That is so crazy. And the craziest thing, I think, is the main event of that WrestleMania is... Oh, yeah, The Rock shows up for the WrestleMania for a hot second, but the the craziest thing is Roman Reigns beats Triple H with Stephanie McMahon, and they do, I do, Um, sorry, The Rock does, I think, rub shoulders with Roman Reigns during this and, like, go, like, go get him, buddy, and The Rock, and Roman Reigns beats Triple H because last time Triple H headlined WrestleMania was only four fucking years ago. Yes, and this Isn't is that crazy? but again, this is the high dirge of Vince. You're trying to use people that he had used previously to get um, more of a rub on his talent to help. And it, the main thing was they were trying to sell out that building. They were trying to break the attendance record set by WrestleMania three. Yeah, because he always wants obviously go up, 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 up. Yeah, and it's it's. I actually don't think he should have done it because it's it made this entire mania seem incredibly desperate and sad this is one of the worst manias ever this is up there with wrestlemania 9 in my opinion really that's right i mean yeah i mean the main event of it is worse let's see what happens um stone cold oh yeah because they this is also like has a weirder thing where it's like old legends this is the prime time for old legends just clowning the main roster because it's like uh they have league of nations come out which is del rio rusev and sheamus and king barrett so that's four, and they get beaten up by Shawn Michaels, Mick Foley, and Stone Cold. Yeah, and this is like bald st- uh, Stone Cold. Mick Foley's literally held together with tape, and Stone Cold is like visibly looking for his wife. Yeah, uh, Carol, Carol, where's the car? Carol, my back hurts. Let me leave. Carol, I got. I want to do a hotel dump. If you want me to just leave and watch room service television because it comes me down for some reason, <laughs> give me a hell yeah. 
<laughs> let me tell you. I'll watch the Robber Channel. All right, let me tell you. I got these gimmicks called uh, PTSD from my entire life, and I just the only thing that caused me down is watching that hotel presentation channel that's on when you turn on a TV. <laughs> <laughs> so in May. May 24th of 2016, something that seemed pretty innocuous at the time um, was Cody Rhodes leaves the WWE and our wonderful, hot, sexy researcher, Christopher Hobson, basically theorizes that this sent shivers down fucking Vince's cocksucking spine because he never thought like a mid-carter who basically had a safe living would just leave. Um, But I mean, and also like, Let's be real. Cody Rhodes had money. Triple H apparently takes it personally because he had done so much for my dad at NXT. But it's kind of like Triple H is like, no, you don't understand. I'm (laughs) it's going to sound nuts. And this is completely theorizing just something about Triple H, who I do not know at all. But I could read into it. Triple H is like, no, I'm I'm the next chapter of the NWA. Yeah. You're not going to do the NWA because I'm the NWA. NXT by this point, which is doing great, but NXT's the NWA. We brought back women's wrestling on NXT. 100%. Um, but Cody leaves, and one, two, skip a few. Really, I mean, what he's done in four years is pretty crazy. It's like completely, to the point where in AEW now, he's not even, he doesn't even, and smartly enough, he knows he doesn't even need to be the champion. He's in the, like, Undertaker, weird Undertaker role where it's like no, oh i'm above the title he's in the undertaker role but he kind of actually isn't but i mean he does all the pomp and circumstance shit like he does fucking the exact same thing triple h did at this wrestlemania which was roman reign comes out in his security vest and his baggy pants with a big thing that says roman reigns and triple h came out in a death car with his wife in bondage like triple h looked like the bigger star yeah but it was awful it was awful like I remember, like, the yeah, but Triple Roman Reigns should have came out in the fucking Power Rangers thing they combined to make, and then been spit out of the dick and come into the ring, and then punch the ring, and the ring explode. Terrible. What they should have done is just had them walk out, like just walk out to the match. How about this? Not have Triple H be in this fucking match. There's no fucking reason for Triple H to be in this fucking match. Yeah, because the authority is a big draw. Anyway. At June, apparently, um, Vince McMahon sent an email to his employees stressing the importance of diversity. I'm going to say this. Vince McMahon didn't write that email. Vince McMahon didn't send that email. Someone else wrote it. Someone else sent it. Vince's name was just on it. I'm going to 100% agree with you. Vince McMahon, when he found out about that email, demanded that another email be sent that said, I do not know what diverse, who diversity <laughs> is, and I don't like that a black woman has been hired by my company, is I guarantee what he did. <laughs> Uh, we get SummerSlam happening, and this is when Finn Balor beats Seth Rollins and becomes the inaugural WWE Universal Championship because they've reinstated instated the um, brand extension. Finn Balor suffers a concussion in that match and is immediately out of... And his career has never recovered. Here's the thing. His career has never recovered. They will never let it recover. Vince McMahon doesn't trust Finn Balor because of this moment right here. How dare he get answered in a f- injured in a freak a- a- accident? Well, this is why Well, this is why he doesn't trust small guys. This is Vince McMahon doesn't like small champions and it's like he doesn't like small champions. A couple people talk him into having small champions and then what happens? Daniel Bryan's out immediately. Finn Balor's out immediately. Of course, he's not gonna like let some fucking five seven geekwad fucking have his title anymore. It's just it's not their fault they got. It's not their fault that they did a good job learning how to wrestle, so they got hurt. You fuck. Yeah, but from here he's like, you're five six. Get out of here. And this isn't even, of course, the uh, main event in because in grand tradition, Dean Ambrose. Um, there's two world titles. Neither of them are in the main event. The main event is Brock Lesnar beating the shit out of Randy Orton in nine seconds. Makes sense. And then Stephen Man goes, that's a women's revolution. And then shits into Randy Orton's purse and makes him carry around. Yeah, yeah. It's the only time that it's ever happened. And it's really good. <laughs> the first ever women's match to headline a pay-per-view is Sasha Banks um, being defeated by Charlotte Flair in a Hell in a Cell, which is good. And it was a good match. And they were also, of course, at this point then setting up for women to headline in WrestleMania, which eventually happened. Unfortunately, it was at the longest WrestleMania ever to exist ever. We'll get to it. Don't you fucking worry. Oh, yeah. 
uh, WrestleManias, this is also the time where WrestleManias are starting to become like, oh, yeah, it's not like the Super Bowl where, like, the technically it starts at noon. It does start at noon, and it does end a full year later. Yes. <laughs> I just like the inclusion of noon. <laughs> yeah, just like, oh, it's not morning anymore. Time for WrestleMania to start. Yeah, welcome to... Uh, yeah, well, get ready for WrestleMania to be longer than anything you ever thought could fucking happen. Fuck you. <laughs> um, then we're moving on to Survivor Series uh, once in Canada. This is the one I wanted to talk about so much that Goldberg beats Brock Lesnar in like four seconds. And they book Goldberg the way he should have been booked. It's just they do it a full fucking more than a decade later. <laughs> Yeah, they do it more than a decade later, and I don't really... It's basically, they're just like, we gotta do something, I guess. Oh, fuck it. Like, what are we gonna do? Yeah, isn't that crazy? It's so nuts. Like, it's... it's. I don't know why... Like, I don't... Yeah. I loved this Goldberg run. More that the Survivor Series match was really fun that we it got to happen, but it was like... But wait, why did we... Do, like, why did that happen at all? It's so interesting that, like, they just decided all of a sudden to do this crazy match with Goldberg and Lesnar that they decided that Goldberg would be better person to just murder one of their dudes than, like, I don't know, Braun Strowman or something. That's cool. They spent all this time rehabbing Braun Strowman from the guy in the Wyatt family with nipple rings, and they're like, you know what? Goldberg would be... It's so, it's so weird who he trusts and doesn't trust. It'd be so fascinating to sit down with Vince McMahon and... Because it does work. Like, I mean... You're creating these stars, but you could also just, like, give a regular wrestler a, the time off, and then they could be a star. I mean, yeah, you can't also beat nip You can't beat nipple rings on a big guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, you cannot. <laughs> That's true. Get Mark Henry some nipple rings. Bring him back. We're paying him $16 million a year. His nipples are so big. What the hell? What the fucking hell? So, in December, the way this fucking episode should end, Donald Trump... Names Linda McMahon as the administrator of small business. No chance. Doodle, no, no, no chance in hell. Because as everyone knows, the key to being a successful small business person is to have more money than the competition and take out a bunch of shaky loans and then crush your competition and cover up some murders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, this is how you're good at business. You got to find some victims of uh, sexual assault from within your company. You got to take them to lunch. That's it. The most key important thing when it comes to business, darling, is to uh, silence your enemies. Hello. Well, the thing you need to remember about being a professional wrestling promoter is that uh, you have to have two children. One is the good one. The other one's named Shane. And every morning you prank call him. She's the Queen Anglin now. Yeah, I don't know where this voice is, but I like it. I got to tell you. I like it a lot. <laughs> oh, hello. My daughter Diana was killed by, you guessed it, me. Oh, my God. That's so funny. Yeah. I have something you should know about me. I murdered. My name is Linda and I murdered Diana Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, baby. John, what's your favorite thing about these two years? Tell me for real. That women actually got a fucking chance. Yeah. I mean, the rise of women's wrestling, probably the best thing if you want to actually say it. The best thing that happens in these two years is uh, AJ Lee's tweet. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, these two years are a step towards the good parts about the WWE now, which is they're actually having to bite the bullet and give independent wrestling and independent wrestlers prominent roles on the show. The bad thing is, in these four years... It's still just the Roman Reigns show, even though no one likes him, and people are so just fatigued by even booing the man. Everyone's just like, it's okay, fine. I really enjoyed the Roman Reigns show, by the way. It's a uh, cable access show that you that was on for a bit. It was fucking sick as shit. Not that Roman Reigns isn't gorgeous and wonderful. It's just that sometimes you want to see some other people win the fake fights. I think the worst... Yeah, I think the worst thing about that happens during this year is Linda McMahon named uh, to Donald Trump's cabinet probably is the worst thing. Yeah, that was pretty sick. I really enjoyed that. I thought that that was a great. That was that's how you. I got I got news for you. That's how you end a fucking. That's how you end fucking wrestling right there. That's how you end a year of wrestling. Who uh, who won this? Oh, Linda McMahon did because she got a dream to be in Washington for some reason. That's her dream. Um, I got to do my dream, but that is to crush small business. Aren't you supposed to help small business? Ooh, oopsie. <laughs> Ooh, 
to find business. My business is small in that if we go, we base uh, small based on the amount of health care we're willing to give our workers. <laughs> but the insufferable shit, also another thing, in, I mean, honorable mention for bad things goes to the insufferable shit Stephanie McMahon did um, with the women's revolution because we guaranteed Vince McMahon had to be talked down for him taking credit for the women's oh revolution. Oh my God. Linda, it, it was wildly reported that before they, they couldn't find the championship belt because Linda kept just trying to shit on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was for sure Vince being like, and then I come out and say I come and made a woman. So actually I'm the reason the women's revolution's happening. Although supposedly this is like, this is like deep ass rumor, but apparently like by this point, the marriage between Linda and Vince is very fractured and her ta- him ta- her taking the job in Washington is basically like, I got to get away from this crazy man. He, I just keep waking up and he's biting a belt in my bedroom. I mean, I'm sure Linda McMahon isn't a normal person, but I just don't understand how like, I don't think anyone's end game with their life is like, and then my husband works until he's actually dead. Yeah, I mean, I don't think anyone's end game in life is to be married to Vince McMahon. Like no one, no one ever looked in the mirror and went, who do I want to be with? And then they like they thought about it hard, and I was like, a man that is the definition of a fucking raving psychopath. And like, Hello. <laughs> yeah, I just mean like, there's got to be some part of her that's just like, when is he gonna stop? And it's like, oh, he's never stopping. He's not stopping until he just somehow uh, pins the actual president of the United States in a match. So he and the stipulation is in reality he becomes president, but he slipped that stipulation by the president. And then he closes America and sells it to I Russia. I guarantee for Vince McMahon whatever. looked at, uh, uh, at Donald Trump winning, being like, "Finally, one for the underdogs." Like, do you understand how crazy <laughs> Vince is? Like, this is. Uh, and now we're entering. I, and here's something I want to. This is a preview for next week. I you can't. I cannot remember what happened in 2017. I don't remember what the WrestleMania set was. Is that the Goldberg WrestleMania? I don't know. I re-remember these things as I read them. All right. Is that the? Is that the amusement park WrestleMania? Like, oh yeah, this gets really fucking weird. Oh yeah, I'm shitting. I'm coming and shitting at the same time. No, that I'm making brown. I'm making white. I'm making light brown. <laughs> That's it, guys. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, as of always, you can catch us on Twitter and Instagram at Wrestler Review. You can I meant to introduce this at the beginning of the episode. When do we start announcing that this is when we we realized Vince had had a facelift? I think 2015, 2016 is the first time we were like, wait, Vince has had work done. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is the first. I don't know. This is the first facelift years. Are they? I think they are. Just one sec. I'm going to look up. I'm looking at Vince McMahon right now, which is very good. Uh, podcast Vince McMahon 2014 no Vince McMahon had work done in 2014 as well yeah Vince McMahon 2015 but 2015 is when it's like oh boy yeah it's yeah 2014 was the beginning of it for the network announcement well the first one I would no, say is I would say no because f- I'm looking at November 2014 yeah he's had some stuff done 2014 he starts having some stuff well yeah for sure I mean and also he's He's a crazy egomaniac who is on the he's on the cover of Muscle and Fitness during this time as well. Anyway, of course, yeah, Again. he knocked us off the cover. We were going to be on the cover as two, bo- oh, yeah. yeah, two boys. We don't need your fucking push-ups, bitch. We drink, we eat beef jerky. Is the cover of Irish? Mm-hmm. No one was, go- no one was going to buy it. All right, we got to go, you fucking fuckheads. Thanks very much for listening. At Wrestler Review Twitter, at Wrestler Review Instagram, Dylan God on Twitter and Instagram. John Hastings comedy on Twitch. Thanks so much for listening. Until next week, we're drowning in our sorrows.